You're listening to the Simpsons Watch Along Podcast. I'm your host, The Peach Machine. Alongside me is my co-host, as he is every week, the puppet of Mr. Dabble Dab. What's up, Dabble Dab? Can you do a funny voice for me? No. <laughs> I don't do funny. My voice is bad enough as it is. I don't have to degrade myself further. You think you, think you have a bad voice? It's a little nasally. You know? Mine's a little nasally. And I'm Southern. So it's like there's two strikes. So do you think you have like a Knoxville accent? Um, you don't really realize that you have a southern accent until you go somewhere else and like you're like a, an animal on parade and people are like, listen to this guy, you sound funny. <laughs> well that's that was me when I moved to Knoxville. I was just like, Oh man, you guys all sound hilarious. But I, never, I never, yours is very mild. I will say like, Oh, that's good. When I, when I got to Knoxville, I was just like, there's a couple things I queued on. Like first was obviously the Southern drawl, which was yeah. very present in a lot of folks, M- more women than, than men. I picked up on it. Maybe I don't know why. And they all said, um, what was, what's the thing? Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm going to have to start paying attention to that. Hey, how are you? And I would always be, and I and I'm I'm like a very literal person, so I always would answer. But it wasn't like they're just saying like hi, and I'm yeah. just supposed to say hey, how are you back? And I'm not really supposed to answer how I am feeling, <laughs> but I would do that. And and then it finally got corrected. Like no, you just say hey, how are you? Right back to the person. Hey, how are no, you? you? Hey, how are you? Oh, it's just an acknowledgement that you're here. Right, right. Well, I, yeah, it took me a while. And then what was the other thing I always. If you wouldn't care to, if you don't, if you don't care to, or I would, I would say, Hey, would you turn the lights off if you don't mind? Yeah. They would say, maybe turn the lights off if you don't care to. And I would, and it would confuse me. I'd be like, I don't care. Should I do this? That's interesting. (laughs) I do notice people saying that. And you just get handed a sweet tea after all of that also. Hey, how are you? And just get a, they just hand you a gallon of sweet tea. And it's like, all right. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got a lot of jugs with X's on it. Helps Daddy think. All right. Well, we got a Simpsons Stop in the middle of a hoedown. <laughs> we got a Simpsons episode for you today. It's a timely episode. We chose Sunday Cruddy Sunday. And it is from the 10th season of The Simpsons, the 12th episode of the 10th season. And it is all about... NFL football and the and the crew of Springfield go, go into the Super Bowl. What do you think? What are your preliminary thoughts on this episode? It's been a long time since I've seen this. Really, this is an episode I've seen a lot because I obviously had the season ten DVD, but I also had I think before the season ten DVD came out, there were like these little compilation DVDs, and I had one called Bart Wars. And it had like a couple episodes, I think, from season nine, season eight, and season ten on it. And it had Sunday Cruddy Sunday and also Mayored to the Mob on it. And so I've I've seen this one a lot and I like it. It's one of those like weird, like, hey, we're going somewhere special episodes, but I think it's pretty okay. So this for me is when I so uh, uh, five years ago or whatever, I, I was on my quest to watch every episode in order, you know, quickly. And this was my, I put this as the jump, the shark moment for me when I rewatched it since then, I've kind of changed it, but I do think this is a good example of an episode where you could go, all right, 
it's all downhill from here. Um, yeah. And, and now I will say, you know, I, I've kind of revamped that thought process, but this was like, I, I think it's a funny episode. I think it's a good episode, but it's so madcap, zany, wacky that you're like, oh man, like there's a lot of characters that are involved that like really wouldn't be interacting with each other under these circumstances. I, it's, 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 it's just sort of, um, and I wouldn't say character assassination necessarily, but it's just sort of uh, this really kind of hap, ha, uh, haphazardly thrown together um, episode, at least it seems like it to me. And as I was reading through the Wikipedia, that's exactly what it was. They said that they didn't really have an idea for this episode, and they didn't really have a plan, and so they just wrote a bunch of different segments and yes. figured it out later. Yeah, it totally stands out like a sore thumb because it deviates. It's not really much of a narrative. It's like a bunch of different scenes about being at the Super Bowl. Right. We're like trying right. to get to the Super Bowl. And it also has a character named Wally Kogan in it. You recently oh. had some interactions with uh, a Kogan on Twitter. <laughs> And you didn't know who he was and that he had written the episode. And you know what's funny is on the last one we watched, his name was in the credits. And I about mentioned it because I was like, oh, I didn't ever notice his name before. And that's probably who Wally Kogan was like named after. But I didn't say it. And if I would have said it, his name would have been in your mind and you wouldn't have horribly insulted him. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so here's the story. Yeah. On on Twitter, I can't remember which Twitter account it was, but on this day in Simpsons history puts out shit. Um, yeah. it's, it's, a good, it's a good Twitter account. You should follow it. Um, but he put out whatever day that was last week. Um, on this day in Simpsons history, Homer's Odyssey debuted in 1990. And, you know, there were some comments about blah, blah, blah. And Jay Kogan, the writer of the episode, responded... And I responded, not not even thinking anything about it. Literally, the worst episode ever written. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and and then someone else said, "Ooh, wow, ouch!" I didn't, I didn't, I still didn't pick up on who was on it. And then I went into detail about you why you doubled it sucks. down. I doubled down. A light sucks so fucking hard. <laughs> and then I realized. <laughs> Jay Kogan wrote that that episode and was on that thread, and he was the one that responded to me. <laughs> <laughs> I texted you when it was all going down to the gym. I was like, "Man, you're really giving it to Kogan." You're like, <laughs> oh man! So uh, so then I said, "Oh shit! What am I gonna do?" Like, ah, fuck. Well, I mean, yeah, and I, I kind of tried to like you know apologize and whatever but yeah. i saw so I, I long story short i invited jay kogan on the podcast and he responded with oh the guy who just said my episodes were literally the worst ever <laughs> he handled it well because he i would have handled it well through you instead he was like yeah you know what you did i'm not coming on your stupid podcast yeah yeah so i insulted jay kogan to his face Whew. yeah that was uh that was a really bold move on your part so if Jay Kogan is a listener, and I'm sure he is now, I, I would invite him to come on and talk about Homer's Odyssey with me because I do think that that's probably the worst episode they've ever done. 
That would be a great episode if he was here to just put you in your place just for 30 minutes while we watched it. And I could just agree with him and be like, yeah, he's a real asshole. But now listen to me. Like, I I realized that was the first episode they ever did. It, yeah. it was the first script they ever wrote. It was the third one they ever produced. So it's not like they had any idea of where The Simpsons would go from there. I just think it's not very funny. And I think it's while it's unique and clever and has some things about it, like it, it's bad. It's just it's just compared to what the rest of the how it filtered out, like it doesn't it doesn't like it doesn't play well, you know, in history. Like it it just isn't and and now I've I'm I'm up to season twenty nine of watching them all. And there's certainly some worse episodes plot wise, but like I don't think any are less funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you so if you're if you're still listening season 10 episode 12 go ahead and get that queued up but like you said it's one of the early episodes of the simpsons they're finding their voice they're finding out what the characters right. are how we're going to write this show and you also have to think what year was that 1989 yeah that's when they're so. sitcoms were very different back then also so it's yeah. it's this conglomeration of different aspects of all that stuff that makes it not what we remember fondly as the glory days, just because it wasn't that yet. And so it's not as entertaining as the other episodes. I think people hold it a little more sacrosanct than it actually is because it's like, oh, this is the first episode of The Simpsons. It's like, well, there's a lot of early episodes of shows that I don't think are great. Like, I don't think most shows find their stride until about season three. And right. like some of the early episodes of Seinfeld and stuff like that, like I don't, I don't like. And Se- I was I just gonna say Seinfeld. Yeah, but like yeah. going back and watching season one, sometimes it's not the same because they hadn't found their voice right. yet. And right. obviously, and we I, like I, The Simpsons. We do a podcast yeah. about it, so yeah. Don't don't take it too hard there, Kogan. Right, right. But yeah, invite stands. You want to be on the show anytime. All right, you you queued up here. Fine. I'm queued up. I hope anyone who's listening is also queued up. Peach, give us the countdown. We will hit play when you say the magic word. All right. In three, two, one, hit play now. All right. It always buffers for a second. It's like, man, we're going to be off a little bit, but that's fine. I will not do the dirty bird. Oh. Who who was that guy? Oh, what was his name? I think it was something Anderson, maybe? I can't remember. He had a short-lived career. Yeah. There was also an NFL player, or, or excuse me, a UFC UFC fighter nicknamed the Dirty Bird. And he's he's kind of stole that from whoever this football player was. I remember that Dirty Bird being a, a pretty big thing for like a month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like River Dance. <laughs> Have you found anything out about that yet? You're still holding on. I'm, no, I'm, I don't. I'm never gonna research the, the River Dance. Crazy. What's his name? Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> they still have like that old grainy kind of rough animation for the intro here, even on season ten. I'm digging it. Yeah, and they the make them eggs more refined. If you noticed. Yes. Yeah. I also like the special guest appearance um, in this one of, of Wally Kogan. 
I can't remember the actor's name. Fred Willard. I love Fred Willard so much. If you've ever seen Best in Show. And, I was going to uh, say, isn't he? In, yeah. yeah, Waiting for Guffman and stuff like that. Waiting for Guffman is a great movie. Welcome to your post office. Wow, Bart. Bart. Taking it literally. This is the lobby where customers come for all their postalistic needs. Now you can just use stamps.com. Postalistic. Why is Krusty there? <laughs> very, very cl- unrelated. Do you know? Do you know the last four digits of your own zip code? No, I don't even send mail. I don't think I've mailed anything in years. No, no. The day of the gun disgruntled postman. I guess I'm I guess I'm an oddball in that I use the mail frequently. Well you're old. Prank people. No, I think it's uh what's the word I'm looking for? It's very folksy to do. I, I thought about it the other day, but then I was like, no, I'll just send them a birthday card. Graduation! Ding 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 ding. I'm sure you all heard of the dead letter office. Well, as a souvenir of your visit, you can each help yourself to one piece of undeliverable mail. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> undeliverable? <laughs> Everyone knows where Otto is. I got some dog food. <laughs> I got my letter to Santa. A coupon book. What am I going to do with this? Uh, a piece of uh, undeliverable mail Whoa, or a carpet sandwich? I'll tell you both coupon book. Undeliverable mail. Oh, I, this is a good. This is a good Marge joke right here. That logic checks out. Marge is living in agonizing foot pain. Homer won't let her have a coupon to go get it examined. It, it's all just a trick. Yeah. A refreshing colonic, and he sings the Pina Colada song. Okay, we recorded this. It's 1 p.m. here for me. I listened to the Pina Colada song this morning on my way to get breakfast, and then I was watching another show, and the character sang the Pina Colada song. Oh, Jesus. Is that a Pina Colada type day? I need to go have a Pina Colada. These tires won't take a balance. That tells me you eat four new tires. Really? Yeah. Legally, I can't even let you drive out of here on me. My mom had a flat tire recently. I went and got her some tires. And the place was on fire. I pulled in. We can't put tires on the deck. Fire. No, boss, I swear. They just told you that? Yeah. Like, it was all burnt up. Four new tires. And so, like... The owner of the place was apologizing to me, and he came out and he looked at the tires, and I was like, "Do I need four new ones?" And he was like, "No, you only need two. So I drove to this other place, and they're like, "You really need four tires." And I was like, oh. "Yeah, I'm getting two." Ooh, I know that Apparently, that was that 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 plot point was happened to one of the riders that got scammed at a tire place. I've heard of that happening, you know, quite a few places. If anyone's gonna scam you, man, car people. 
damn dude. Even though I didn't I love that line. <laughs> Wally Cogan. Hey, I'm no you. We were in the same pyramid scheme. Oh, don't remind me. Friends helping friends my ass. Say, you want to grab a beer while we're waiting? Yeah. So, so Wally Cogan is just like the the Homer analog. He's just a gullible oaf. Like he's he's like he's like a little bit, a bit of a step up from Gil. He's more of a nice guy than an oaf, you know. Yeah, I I love that line. That the road to the Super Bowl is long and painful, or pointless when you think about it. It is. I guess they make millions of dollars, but this is the bye week. The barbecuing with babes, harrowing bye weeks. And now he's dead. Yeah, how about that Super Bowl? You going this year? Me? Nah. Did the coupon for it? <laughs> uh, well, I run the Springfield Travel Agency. We've got a charter bus going down to the game. You help us fill it, you can ride for free. That's a pretty good tagline on his card for a travel agent. Now get out of here. <laughs> I like this. You. <laughs> yeah, you. Get your hand off my wife's leg. Sorry. <laughs> I love those misdirection jokes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. My favorite team's in it. Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, ever since I was a boy, I've always loved the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, they're good, but I wouldn't cut out the Denver Broncos. Yeah. I like that he passed him in the same cup. The same cup, right. Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> His wife, uh, Hillary. Four more guys to fill my Super Bowl. I think oh, Homer's getting topper on that one. It's like, well, we better just do the voiceover in case Paul has a different wife by the time we actually. Right, in case he's impeached. Homer's serious. He's got his spectacles on. You know it's serious. You know, Sonny in Philadelphia did an episode about going to the Super Bowl recently. It was very similar to this, actually, now I think about it, because they all got on a bus, and it was like a big trip to go, and getting shenanigans when they get to the stadium. Was it the one where, 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 they were, where Mac and Dennis were trying out for the team? No, this is like a recent season, maybe two seasons ago. Oh, okay. It wasn't even in this episode. It was when he was filming AP Bio. Oh, no, 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 I can laugh that long. <laughs> that even Mel had a big gut. Cheer when he got hit. Anything you yell as being left behind is always fun. Squeaky voice team made it. He did? I didn't even see him. Blue haired lawyers there. Let's all enjoy it in moderation. Hey, don't make me go back. You ever been on a party bus? <laughs> no. Sounds like fun, though. You didn't have like an arrow when you're like 20. To- like twenty five when your friends are getting married and the bachelor and the the, uh, the bachelor parties were always on party buses. All I'm my like a dozen of them. 
<laughs> they're just now getting married. They're like starting to panic, you know, getting older. They realize like a barren, sterile existence that if they die is that desirable. <laughs> but I'm doing fine. I like this little bee story. I don't know why, but I kind of like it. So apparently they heard Dan Castellaneta just doing a Vincent Price impression. They liked it so much that they had to write this. It's like... <laughs> love joy. <laughs> it holds all his pants up, or all his clothes up. But, like, it's just Marge and Lisa. It's like a wholesome little thing where they play a board game. Yeah. Come on, give me an excuse. Look, I'm trying to shoot the gun. That was a quick trip to Miami. Springfield could also be in Florida. It's on the border. <laughs> I'm sorry, the guys made kind of a mess in your bathroom. What bathroom? Uh, <laughs> I do like that. I want to be a panicky peep, but it's Sunday and I haven't been to church yet. No problem. The oh, Ned. Got you covered. Oh, nervous Natty. The wandering Oakland Raiders, and they just moved cities like years ago. Again. Cool, the NFL's most surviving player. <laughs> it's interesting that, like, even the jokes back then were like how these NFL players all die young, and the NFL was like, well, we didn't know about CTE. Right, right, this is 99. Yeah. Mel, Mel's got some hands, man. Hey, Mel, that was nice. Okay, Dan, fire away. This is Dan. Go on, son. Yes, Dan Marino have such a shady like manager. Who is your favorite quarterback growing up? Joe Montana. You like Joe Montana? I like John Elway. The Niners were my team growing up. Montana to Rice. How are you gonna get better than that? Who is yours? Like Chris Everett? Oh, Jim. No, Jim Kelly of the Buffalo Bills. That's who I really I, liked. I did like Jim Kelly. Thurman Thomas. Was a cool team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To Thomas, yeah. That was back in the day when teams would have the same quarterback for like a decade. Oh yeah. Feet included. They didn't notice that. Who is your team? They kind of repeat that joke uh, with her Eiffel Tower in another. Oh, right, right. Block Oland. Yeah. Did you say who's my favorite football team? Yeah, did you like the Titans? I was a Niners fan growing up. I, I guess the like, Titans weren't even we, a team for a while. Yeah, they were the Oilers back then. I had this sweet, like, nylon jumpsuit 49ers it was like golden red when i was a kid nice dude i was styling you're the, you're the bell of the ball still i am <laughs> i like the cutaway of marge is making a note jody price come on in what season does Maude die in? 
I don't know. You know, James, sir. I should give you a royal painting. <laughs> I have a lot of memories of Scalper as a kid. Like, my dad was just a Scalper extraordinaire. Sorry, fellas, but these tickets are counting. Your dad was? Yeah. Yeah, see I love this joke real quick before that. No such team as the Spungos. The hologram's missing, Spungo. and no team as the, the Spungos. Some sort of <laughs> it's like, okay, well, anyone can be tricked. Okay, there wasn't a hologram. Well, maybe you didn't know the teams. Okay, it's on a cracker. Not a real team. <laughs> right, right, right. But yeah, anytime we went to an event, my dad was fine selling tickets. Like, did he do the thing where, like, he would like buy him like I don't know, he couldn't buy him online then? Like, how did he get the tickets? Well, he might have tickets and sell them, and then buy new tickets and like sell those. It was just like a game. Yeah, he would just constantly buy them and sell. So he might buy them from a scalper and then turn around and scalp them himself. I see. There's your misdirection there. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> I wonder if stadiums really have holding cells. I love this. This is such a well-cut screen. What do you mean? It's like cuts it out like right in the middle. Yeah, he gets kicked in the ass, and then he starts to like scream, and it just cuts to black. This is great coming off of a commercial break here. This is perfect. <laughs> well, that nerd is about to get his. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it, this is so ridiculous. There's innuendo on innuendo here. <laughs> We've made a few changes. That was an ad for Catholicism. <laughs> the Catholic Church. It is interesting that there's not even a, an ounce of football shown. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how would you fit in animated football, you know? If you didn't know what teams are going to be yet. This one is fake. And Wiggum is so dumb in this episode. Yeah, he's very dumb. Oh my and that was most definitely a safety. Everyone loves safeties in football. It's one of the most joyful moments in any football. I know. It's the rare, and you get to do the safety thing where you put your hands over your head and put them together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They threw a child and a priest in a detention cell at the Man. Super Bowl. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. <laughs> I didn't ask for your life story. Dolly Parton is a treasure. She is basically a saint around the planet. She can do no wrong. Dolly Parton? Yeah, I book a lot of package stores to Dollywood and Euro Dollywood. That's in Alabama. Wally, what are you doing in Super Bowl jail? Ask her if she'll go out with me. We had a little ticket snafu. Do you think you can bust old Wally and his pals out of the pokey? Well, I do 
that some of my extra strength makeup remover uh, shields your eyes. Thanks, Miss Parker. Oh, where to go, Dolly? You know what I mean? Oh, look at the time. <laughs> I better scoop to that halftime show. See ya. What, was she playing Snoopy in the halftime show? <laughs> With a jetpack. So where are they planning on sitting? Standing room only. You guys are following me? I was following Flanders. Hey, look what I found. Whoa. You ever got to sit in a luxury box? No, I have to hobnob with all the other dregs of society in the upper decks, usually. I had season tickets to the uh, University of Tennessee for a while in uh, the upper deck section. And, like, going from the upper deck section, sometimes we would sneak in, like, the student section. It's just such a different... Just depending where you're sitting can make such a difference. Oh, yeah. The skybox, I imagine, just would be a little stuffy. Like, it has its benefits for sure, but. Did you ever get to charge onto the field? I came close, but I never did it. Tennessee hasn't won enough big games. Mm. One time, I charged the field with uh, Matt Seidel when we went to the University of Missouri together. We both. Crashed with the University of Missouri, upset Alabama, who was number one, and we tore down the goalposts. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was very fun. Did you ever stop believing this? I did work on the ESPN camera crew one time, and uh, it was like a seven overtime game, and it was the longest game in college football history. And I got to like go out on the field when Tennessee won and like talk about everybody. I remember that game. I remember the seven overtime game. It was, it was a long time ago. Like Jason Witten was playing in that game. Another Clinton reference here. Dude, he's all over the Simpsons. I mean, he was, he was all in a lot of pop culture stuff, you know. He was such a character in general. Yeah. Getting blowjobs in office, playing sex. Like that Homer just totally disregards the ball. I command you to answer me. Hello? I have to do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> what? Al's measuring for new drapes. I'm guessing this was around the election. Dad, that doesn't belong to you. Oh, Carl's married, apparently. Oh, a Super Bowl ring. Did he have another ring? No, but he just said he's got he's, it's a, his, he got that ring for his wife. It's his anniversary. Oh, I missed that. I stole yeah, the Vince like, Lombardi trophy. This episode never happened. I loved it. The last minute addition of Wally Cogan to the lineup was a bit of a gamble, but it really paid off. Marge and Lisa painting eggs. I like that he's reviewing it for us here. Right. To make some significant That's a great job. Did it strike you as odd that in a Super Bowl show with Dolly Parton, we didn't see any football or singing? I hadn't thought about it, Pat, but in retrospect, <laughs> it was kind of a rip-off. 
what a way to treat the loyal fans who put up with so much nonsense from this franchise. Any final thoughts? Nah, I'm too mad. Let's get the heck out of here. <laughs> now, I'll tell you, that doesn't make a lick of sense. I know. Just get on the bus. That was great. <laughs> Wait, wait, I'll get you. I love <laughs> him. Oh, it was like he was actually pissed about <laughs> Just a wacky song with the play out. Yeah. Same, yeah what's this? What's played on, on the way there? It's my little Spanish flea. Oh, and then they go with Herb Alpert. Man, they had a lot of different songs. They had Blur, ZZ Top, Herb Alpert. Very music, the Pina Colada reference. A lot of music in this one. My God, what an episode! Like, and it to me, it, like, it perfectly encapsulates like, like I, I can see people just being like, "All right, I'm done with this." Like, it, it, not, not very sense, sensical at all. Sensical word. It, it just, just very random and sporadic. I mean, but, but funny jokes and yeah. still like good, good character interplay, but just. Went nowhere, did nothing. Like shouldn't even be in the canon. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I, you can put this in. Like as much as you would, you know, it's a cartoon. But yeah, this is an outlier that should never be referenced. Like Carl has a wife, like you said. I don't think it's ever referenced anywhere else. No, what did they do? What did they do with their Super Bowl rings and trophies? Are they just in the closet along with like the tiki head and like Ganesh and all that stuff? Right, right. Yeah, man. A but, weird yeah, episode. it's a decent episode for what it is. Yeah, I mean, I liked it. I'd certainly, I'd certainly watch it. Um, it's, you know, it's not, it's not, you know, Homer Odyssey bad. Oh, God, <laughs> <laughs> that piece of shit. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna give it a ranking here. What, let's, let's start with the letter grade. What do you think here? This is a tough one because. My two criteria are how much did I enjoy watching it? And then there is like a little principle based uh, judgment on like, is this a just does it fit? I guess my own personal view of The Simpsons of like what an episode should be. And I did enjoy watching it, but it is a bit wacky for me. So I think it's going to come to like a C just right in the middle. I was thinking C minus, but it's a funny episode, but it also it is a funny episode. It's really yeah. dated, so, but I'm I'm just gonna go my gut instinct on this one. And give it a C. Okay, I, that's I my initial thought was was D, but it, you know, like I said, I, I would watch this episode. I, I'd watch it over over many others. Um, I, I'm going C minus. Just because I, I do think it's just too wacky and, and just doesn't really go anywhere and just sort of like the, the Vincent Price, like the Vincent Price thing like <laughs> does like they like okay he was driving the bus at the end like they just <laughs> it's just I, a joke just for joke's sake it's right it's just very joke heavy and I do like jokes and I, I you know I do kind of rate it as like how funny is the episode because I do think this number one the Simpsons should attempt to be funny, and yeah. it was funny and I did I did laugh at it a lot, um, but yeah I'm, I'm gonna go C minus, um, if for no other reason that it's my jump the shark moment and so I I I feel like it's 
it's downhill. It did not deserve it. Right. Yeah. Right. There are D's, and they're, they're you know we've 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 seen a couple of them, but oh, this God. is not a, this is not a D. You know what? I'm going to go C as well. I'm going to drop my minus because I think this is a perfectly average episode. That's for did, you, Wally Kogan. Yeah, that's for you, drop Wally Kogan. Minus. Yep. All right. So now everyone's favorite part of the show where we talk about lists. People love lists. All right. Okay. Do you have the list pulled up? Of course. Because mine is a little outdated. So this isn't going to crack the top 10, obviously. It's not going to crack the top 15. And you know what? I don't even think it's going to crack the top 20. So if you would, would you start at like number 25 and go down? 25 is New Kids on the Blech. 26, H-O-M-R. 27, mm-hmm. Skinner Sense of Snow. 28, Trash of the Titans. Oof. 29, Home Alone, Homer Alone. 30, Homer to the Max. 31, Dancing Homer. 32, The Old Man and the Lisa. Okay, I think this one's right ahead of The Old Man and the Lisa for me. Right, old Man Lisa's 32. You want this to be your new 32? This is new 32. And I'm surprised I had Dancing Homer that low. I, I like Dancing Homer. Yeah, but it's also not funny. And it, there's nothing wrong with the episode. It's just not a great Simpsons episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, I actually I got that one mixed up with the other uh, baseball episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dancing Homer's not as good as that one, obviously. All right, so that's All right, so this was my 32. And out of how many? Out of 38. So 32 out of 38 seemed really low, but like the lowest episode on the list that I still kind of like, if that makes any sense. Like Bye Bye yeah, Night, no, I, I don't like. Simpsons Safari, I don't like. And this one's really low, but I still kind of like it. Yeah, you have Bye Bye, bye, bye Nerdy is your 38. <laughs> 38 out of 38. There yeah, you go. It'll also be my 38 out of my 38. Okay. I like this more than H-O-M-R. What, did I? You hated, you hated that one on principle. Yeah. This one's wackier than that one. Yeah, March. Well, April. they're about equal, really. I mean, one's got a crayon in the okay. brain. This one's just a road trip. Pokemon. Did I like this better than Pokemon? Bullshit. I think I did. Oh, I come think on. I did. This is my new 33. So Marge Be Not Proud is 32. This is my new 33. So it's right ahead of Pokemon? Yes. You're just doing that to spite me. Oh, uh, maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> the list is the list. It cannot be changed until our tournament of champions. I'm looking I'll, forward to that. I'll send you an updated list today. Um, okay, so who was who carried this episode? Who was the MVP? Man, the the MVP is a little easier, but the supporting one's going to be interesting because there are so many characters in this one. But the MVP, I guess it's got to be Homer, doesn't it? Or Wally Kogan. It comes down to those two. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think it's Homer. I mean, he is the cornerstone of the Simpsons in general. Um, I think it is Homer for me. But this one is a group effort. This one's like the ultimate team right. sport. Yeah. 
it is a group effort. I I think it's Homer. Uh, I mean, he's he's the he's the with the, the coupon book. He's the one that runs into Wally Kogan. All all the scenes are basically around him. So yeah, yeah. Homer Homer's the MVP. But who is your best supporting character here? It, okay, so if it's not Wally Kogan as the best main character, it is Wally Kogan for the best supporting character. I love Fred Willard. I like the Wally Kogan character because he is dumb, but he's like well-meaning. He never right. does anything in this episode that is vindictive or anything like that. Like, there's not a twist at the end where he was trying to trick them out of their money with the fake tickets. He's just like a lovable loser. And I think Fred yeah, Willard's yeah. awesome at playing those kind of aloof characters. And so I'm going with Wally Kogan. Yeah, he's not a jerk in any capacity. Yeah. I think the the best supporting character, though, I I got to give it to Marge. The foot pain <laughs> joke is hilarious, and writing down uh, Judy Price, <laughs> Jody, yeah, Jody, Jody, Jody Price. I I love Marge. Uh, yeah, for for no reason other than the foot pain joke, but yeah, or or I guess you could have gone Vincent Price. Yes. Yeah, you could. I mean, even Lovejoy has some stuff in here that I like, like when he whips Homer with the towel, but it's not enough of it. Um, yeah, just on the really butt, Wiggum's good. Wiggum has a couple good parts in this, like where he's holding them off at gunpoint for his case of beer, and then he rams the uh, prison bar with his head because the process of elimination. It has to be the fake one. I'm not even going to check it. I'm just going right. to go ahead and ram it. There's no time to waste. Apu with his safety joke. Which is great, you know. He's yeah, one of the, the most I mean, consistently intelligent characters on the show. If we were ever going to give out like a team effort for MVP, then this would be the episode for it. But just give it to the whole defense here. Right, right, right. We're playing fantasy Simpsons here. Yeah. What other thoughts you have about this episode? I think we've covered pretty much everything. Like, much I like Pat Summerall. It's an interesting episode. It's season 10. It definitely feels like a later season episode with how wacky and zany it is. But at the same time, even though they started to deviate away from the standard script, it's still funny at this point because the characters are so strong. And they haven't been... They haven't gotten too stale where they felt like they needed to start tweaking them and it became redundant or just too different to enjoy. What, what do you think about my jump the shark comment? I I disagree with it a little bit. I, okay. I don't I don't think this is an episode that's like you don't come back from. I think it's just like almost a special. I would put it in the same vein as like a Christmas special or something like that, where you can put those Christmas specials off in their own part. This is like because the Super Bowl is like a holiday, and yeah, I can see that. I wouldn't even be shocked if Fox asked them to do something like this. I know you read the wiki. I don't guess it said anything, but like Fox didn't have this football for a really long time. And then they got it a few years before this. So there's a little bit, maybe even a tie into that. I don't know if that's true, but it could have been. I don't know if that's true either. Um, but I, I do, I, I do see your point that this is sort of a, a Christmas special, it's a holiday special. It could have been, yeah, something that Fox asked asked them to do. Um, so yeah, you're, you're you're right. It does kind of make kind of take it off of their the out of the lineage. So it's not you know maybe not 
a jump the shark moment because they can't come back from this. But yeah, because there's certainly episodes, you know, in season 12 that are very good that, that are certainly not C's. There's some, you know, A's and B's still. So I guess, I guess you can't. I guess I, I guess I got to re- reevaluate my jump the shark moment. But do you have any sort of jump the shark moments in your in your mind of like, you know, not necessarily this episode, but just an episode that you would consider that? I guess for me, like just off the top of my head, it was the in sync episode. Okay, where Bart's in a boy band, like that for me. I remember when I I remember watching that when I was younger and just thinking like, man, what are they doing? And it just kind of hit me like, I don't I don't agree with this. <laughs> Not that I have to, but personally, it's like, yeah, this, this might be the moment where it's a bit too much. Okay. Yeah. But I uh, like that episode now, which is weird going back. But at the time, kinda, it kind of hurt it for me a lot. I don't think you have to hate the episode for it to jump the shark. I just think you have to be like, okay, like, it, it just never gets any better than that. Like... It's it sort of plateaus there and then drops. Yeah, but uh, yeah, know. we all have our own thoughts on that. Yeah. I would like to hear any uh, of our listeners' moments if they want to send us an email or uh, post on Twitter or whatever. If you have your jump to shark, we will watch that episode. But if we don't get any replies, I say we keep it in season ten next week and we go with Mayor to the Mob. I want to keep. Oh my, my god, my Bart Wars DVD. You've started something here. I love Mayor to the Mob. I love it. Mark Hamill as Pepper, Pepper Steak <laughs> as the entree. Like, uh, uh, this is one of my favorites. So, yeah, that's a, that's a great, pick, great pick. Great pick. Let's do it. All right. We'll do that next week. Thank you to all, all our listeners and all our supporters on all those social media places. At Simpsons Watch is where you can find us on Twitter and on Instagram. You can find myself at Peach Machine, at Dabble Dab. Comment to us. Listen. Interact with us. I promise I won't yell at you necessarily if your opinion's wrong, <laughs> I'll try and tell you. Yeah. Uh, any final words there, Dabble Dab? No. Just appreciate anyone who's listening, and we'll catch you next week. All right. Well, then we're going to leave you with our final three words, as we always do. Like pina coladas. Uh, my feet hurt. <laughs> Watch The Simpsons. <laughs>